And now, it's time to catch up with the week's events as HCR 104FM presents the omnibus edition of Huntsford. Hi, Sharon. Oh, I nearly didn't recognise you with that sophisticated blonde bob of yours. Oh, I thought a celebrity had dropped into the Red Lion. Ah, oh, thanks, Trev. You're spot on, mate. Alison copied a photo of uh, Kate Winslet's hair. Oh, that's it. Oh, you're a dead ringer for her. Uh, ha ha. Very funny. Uh, but thanks for the compliment. It's nice to be appreciated by a member of the opposite sex. None of the straight guys have noticed. Oh, give it time. Oh, by the way, uh, Duncan wants the word about Bianca. He wants to offer her a job. He's in the cellar changing the lager. He'll, he'll be back in a jiffy. She's already got a Saturday job at Judy's new shop. But you can never have enough work, can you? Ah, oh, here comes Duncan. Ah, Sharon. Glad I caught you. Would, uh, would you or Bianca be interested in working here as a bartender on Friday and Saturday nights? Mm, what does a bartender do? She's underage, so she can't serve drinks. I know. She'd be interested in um, clearing tables, washing glasses, that sort of thing. Mm, you'd have to ask her yourself. You know how stroppy teenagers get when they think you're trying to organise their lives. I'll jot down her email for you. Oh, thanks, Sharon. Bianca's way more in demand than I am right now. Typical. Poor girl. Oh, she'll be absolutely knackered. Oh, I suppose one good thing is that she'll be too tired to get into trouble. <laughs> oh, you don't have to worry about her. She's got her head screwed on that one. Although I'm hoping all this bar and shop work will make her want to go to uni. Oh, I don't so too, Sharon. Nice of you to show up, Bianca. And you do know what time you start work, don't you? And you do realise that you're two hours late. I'm so sorry, Judy. My alarm didn't go off. It won't happen again, I promise. Well, if it does happen again, you'll be even sorrier because you'll be fired. It won't happen again. Mm. Pardon me if I'm not full of confidence right now. Look, I know I've let you down in a big way as I've only just started working here, but I'll work through my lunch hour and stay late to make my hours up. Yeah, well, no need. I've already docked you two hours' pay. No work, no money. Oh, right. That's fair, I suppose. It's all very well having smart ideas about websites, but if you don't get the basics right, like being punctual and serving customers, you are no good to me. Of course. I understand, Judy. Well, good. Now, it'd be helpful if you would restock the shelves, sweep the floor, then get behind the counter and serve my customers. No problem, Judy. I'm on it. And I'll work straight through my lunch hour for nothing. You won't regret hiring me, I promise. Alistair, I don't suppose you've seen my car keys, have you? I could have sworn I left them in their usual place on the hall table. What are you accusing me of now, Chantelle? I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm just asking you a simple question, that's all. I've come to learn there's no such thing as a simple question where you're concerned. What on earth do you mean? Oh, look, I can't find my car keys and I've got a client booked in for a facial in less than half an hour. Try calming down first. 
You won't help matters by getting hysterical. Come and sit down for a minute. I'll make you a nice cup of tea. I don't want a cup of tea. I need to find my car keys. I can get tea at work. Well, well, well. Look what I found in the cutlery drawer. Your car keys, no less. You're losing it, Chantel. Seriously. What are my car keys doing in the cutlery drawer? Don't ask me. I'm not the one who's losing the plot. You need professional help. There's nothing wrong with me, Alistair. Nothing at all. Don't keep on about losing the plot. I'm under pressure, that's all. I'm worried about you, darling. You're getting so forgetful. Is there a history of early onset dementia in your family? Or Alzheimer's, maybe? There's nothing wrong with me, Alistair. I've just got a lot on, that's all. I, I understand, and I'll try to help. I'll start by booking the wedding, shall I, now we've decided on the venue? Then you can relax and stop worrying. I don't remember deciding on the wedding venue. See, darling, that's exactly what I'm talking about. What do you think of my new look, Bianca? It suits you, Mum. You look much classier now. Those strapless tops were horrible. And as for the spray on jeans. OK, I get it. What about my hair? I wasn't sure about it at first, but I like it now. Me too. You don't look like a refugee from 1996 anymore. And that's got to be a good thing. Oi, cheeky. Just you wait. One day, your kids will be saying you look like a refugee from 2022. I don't think so. I'm never going to get stuck in a rut. Uh, don't be too sure. It happens to the best of us. By the way, Duncan emailed me about the job at the Red Lion. He said you knew. Anyway, I said yes, and I start next week. OK, you're cool. But I'm not sure you can cope with the job you've got. What do you mean? Judy told me that you were two hours late at Circle of Life because your alarm didn't go off and you slept in. OK, so I messed up. It was a one-off. Everything's chill now. Anyway, you could have woken me up before you went to work. Oh, don't try and blame it on me. You've got to take responsibility. Just as well you've got brains to go to uni. You're not ready for the real world. I'm back, Ryan. Hi, John. I thought you might be late. They said the trains were bad. Well, I got lucky. Mine was on time. Ryan, I've heard about the interview. Wow, that was quick. What did they say? They've offered me the job. <laughs> That's brilliant. Well done, you. We must celebrate. Not yet. I'm not sure I'm going to take it. Why not? It sounds like a great opportunity. I don't know if I'm ready for it. I've got no experience of youth work. They wouldn't have offered you the job if they didn't think you could do it. I'm not so sure. What if they're just box ticking and want someone young because they're developing policies for the young people? Nothing wrong with seeking insights from a young person. But it won't be just that. They want you because you're talented. 
it's not like you to doubt yourself. I know. The thing is, I think I should take it. But what about Charlotte? She's going to be okay. I know, but it still feels like I'm being disloyal. If I just clear off when she's ill. She won't think you're disloyal. She'll want you to get on. I know, but I owe her a lot. I wouldn't have got this offer if she hadn't taken me on when most people thought I was just a mouthy kid. What should I do? It's your call, love. But whatever you decide, I'll have your back. I'm so proud of you. You're doing great. Thanks, babe. I'm going to go with my gut feel and tell them thanks, but not this time. I can't abandon Charlotte. Not with everything she's going through. Come through, PC Evans. Oh, thanks, Raymond. Hello, Charlotte. How are you feeling? Well, I can't complain. I'm still aching a bit, but I am much better. She's putting on a brave face, as usual. Oh, and he's worrying too much, as usual. So what brings you here? I wanted to tell you in person that the, um, the van driver is being charged with causing bodily harm by wanton and furious driving. Is that all? Not, not even dangerous driving? Oh, wanton and furious driving sounds positively Victorian. Yeah, it is. It's from the Offences Against the Person Act of 1861. Oh, that's ridiculous. It should be attempted murder. She wasn't run down by a blimmin' horse and cart. The Crown Prosecution Service says we can't prove it was intentional. And the driver, he maintains it was an accident. Oh, he's lying. We have no evidence. CID went through the phone and PC looking for signs of hostility towards Charlotte. But all they found was porn and gambling sites. Well, I mean, there must be something that you can do. I'm sorry. Off the record, my colleagues and I wish it was different. Oh, thank you, Sarah. I know you've done all you can. Thanks. I must go. I'll stay in touch. I'll show you out. Talk about a miscarriage of justice. We know what really happened, but the police can't do anything. Can't your friends in the house help? Well, no, that would be improper. Look, maybe it was an accident. It wasn't. We both know that. Well, at least the case is going to court. That's something. Season 6, episode 17 was written by Jean Fairburn and 18 Tim Latham. Duncan was played by John McCusker, Trevor Neil Arthur, Sharon Vicky Marchant, Judy Sonia Anderson, Bianca Amelia Billington, Chantelle Becky Zarati, Alistair Patrick Ruddy, Ryan Stuart Nunn, Jordan Anna Cooley, Sarah Evans Jilly Young, Raymond Ben West, and Charlotte Tina Yates. Post production engineer Sue Rodwell Smith. Sounds Wavelength Sound Library and freesound.org. Hunsford's theme tune was composed by Nick Thompson. Produced and directed by Sue Rodwell Smith, Hunsford was brought to you by Wavelength Productions and recorded in Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire.